Ain't nobody listening to this shit. Welcome to the Beyond Our Service podcast, where two veterans with wives and kids pretend to know what they're doing in life. We look at the good, bad, and ugly and laugh our way through it all. So come join us as we go beyond our service. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Beyond Our Service. I am Steve-O. This is Cousin Brian, and we are in 2022. Uh, We we made it over to another year, um, and this podcast has been around for officially about a year now. Um, I don't know what the official date is on our first episode because I'm too lazy and I haven't looked it up, but uh, it's getting really close. So, Brian, how's your week? It was good, man. Um, we, uh, for my, my Christmas present this year, I got a puppy. And so I got Congratulations. a little, yep, got a little blue healer. And, uh, so it's, you know, the whole week's been dealing with him and, uh, got a job this week. I went and interviewed, um, today actually. And they called me back today and got a job. So I will be hauling propane. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Something steady, something with benefits, and something that can uh, pay the bills when the baby comes. That's awesome. So I'm, Congratulations. I'm excited. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah, man, that's and a big deal. That, not, uh, not a whole lot. Um, getting some storms, getting some weather, getting some snow up here. So that's been good. We've been needing it bad. It's been uh, been an unseasonable winter with the amount of uh, snowfall. We haven't had any. And so finally, we've got a couple storms that have come through and dumped quite a bit of snow in the high country. And we're getting some here in town and it's going to snow for like the next four days. So pretty excited about that. Yeah, that's good. Did you see, um, I saw randomly in um, Lake Tahoe. Did you Mm -hmm. see their snow? No, I did not. They had like a record. It was basically the same situation. Like they had like almost none and they they set all these records for like Lowest amount of snowfall. And um, now they it have like snowed the most. fourteen feet in like a week. That'd be amazing. Like in the in the mountains, like in the high high country, right, right. like you said, like in Lake Tahoe, dude. Fourteen feet. <laughs> I, I, I was like, good a, God. I had an engineer that I used to work with who was uh, friends with an old uh, meteorologist. He used to do all the weather, like on the radio and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was talking to him before we got the snow, and he was talking to him about man, like what's going on and blah, blah. And he said, well, he said, one of the good things about it, he said, usually when you have an extreme, like say the extreme is you're not getting any precipitation that you usually get is usually met with another extreme. So you'll get all the snow, like say, you know, usually you get snow between like September and December and you get none. Then like January, February, March, it's just going to dump like every day. And so, so far it's been holding true. And so I think some of these old guys know what they're talking about. Well, good for y'all. Well, we uh, have really stupid warm weather for a while, and then it got really cold, uh, at least cold for oh, hold us. Hold on, hold on. Really cold. You got down to, what, 40? No, actually. Uh, it got down to, the wind chill was 10. Ooh. Um, uh-huh. It got down to about 20 degrees, I think, was the actual temperature. Um, and the stupid thing is, it was 75 I don't, not even 24 hours. I think it was 18 hours before that. Oh, it was dropped pretty quick. Huh? So yeah, we had a, we had like a 40 degree swing in like a three hour period at one did, point. Did you guys all survive? I mean, I know 
Texas and cold. Right. It definitely doesn't, doesn't go well. Uh, yeah. so far, well, last year you guys almost all died, right? Cause it hit negatives and people froze. And, Dude, we had 500 people die. Yeah. Yeah. Because it got cold. Well, let's be honest. It got really cold. It was negative three for us, which and like, and dude, most of us, that was like in San Antonio. So I don't know. Yeah, but it did get cold. So it felt good. It felt like a normal, like winter. That was nice. So, uh, also I will say my last, this last week, um, not only did I get COVID, it was no big deal. Um, very mild. The, the new, the transformer one was a, was fine. And then the, um, but on Thursday, last Thursday, we got a puppy ourselves. Oh, very cool. Indeed. We got a little puppy, a female, a uh, little German shepherd. So mm-hmm. what'd you little, name her? But her name is Eve. Attaboy. Uh, she was supposed to be, the kids really liked the name, but then they made the connection and we were supposed to pick her up on, on uh, New Year's Eve. And so they mm-hmm. really liked that, that it was like, it made oh, sense. Oh, there you go. And then my, the uh, breeder called me and was like, well, you guys can come pick her up on Thursday if you want to. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so I called the kids. And I was like, guys, I know you're excited about picking her up on Christmas, on the New Year's Eve, but we could get her a day earlier. And they were like, let's a day earlier. Let's go. Yeah. And then they were like, but we yeah. got to still call her Eve. So yeah, that's fine. Call her whatever. Yeah. That's kind of like me with my puppy. I, uh, Found out that uh, I could have picked him up a couple days earlier. And I was like, we have to go to Casper now. Because we were going to pick him up when we went to Casper for Christmas. And I was like, we got to go now. We should go like three days early. And then we can pick up the puppy. Because <laughs> I don't know if you know, because we got a little uh, blue healer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've had healers forever. Love them. And just like you love German Shepherds, yep. I love healers. Sure. And uh, the thing about healers is they are a one-person dog. They bond to one person, and that is their person. And if you are not their person, they love you. Like if you're in the house, you're part of their pack. But if you're not their person, they don't follow you around. They don't sleep with you. Like if Bree's gone, he'll zip will come to me and be my dog. He was supposed to be my dog. That was, you know, (laughs) six years ago. um, My mom bought him for me for Christmas and he was supposed to be my dog. Well, I was in the oil field at the time and I was gone constantly. So I left him at home with Bree. Well, he became Bree's dog. And now he, he, that's, that's his person. Mm-hmm. Right. And so this dog hopefully will be mine. I've been spending a ton of time with him and I take him everywhere with me and, uh, everywhere I can at least. And, uh, he is flipping awesome. He is the coolest dog. He's intelligent. He's cuter now. And, uh, he's smart. He's already potty trained. He's already how, going to the door. How many weeks is he? Or he's how nine. Uh, he's almost 10 weeks now. And then w- what did you pick him up? December 23rd. Okay. All right. Nice. So yeah, he, he's almost 10 weeks now. And I mean, we had him home a week and he started going to the door. Yeah, so, that's good. That's, that's the one thing I was looking up. Um, like when you do a little research on dogs and stuff and like German shepherds and healers or the ACD, the Australian cattle dog is there uh correct name i guess but there's reds and blues but the acd and the german shepherd are very intelligent breeds i don't know if you know oh, that oh yes well so and actually so they, at first before you started getting healers i didn't know that healers were as smart as they were um yeah they're like top top five with iq they say 
I don't know how you measure a dog's IQ. Yeah, but, I, I don't either, but that is a good point. I'm about to Google that. There you go. Because I feel like it does change, though. Because didn't, isn't it, is Jack Russell Terrier still like the number one? No. <clears throat> no. Why, weren't believe, they, though, at one point? Like, or at least thought I don't think so. to be I super think, smart? I don't, I think they're top 10, but I don't think they've ever been number one. I think, in all honesty, German Shepherds and, um, the uh, uh, Melanois is that what? It is? Yeah, the, Malinois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those German Shepherds and them, and then it's like Australian cattle dogs. But um, any any dog that they use like for for like combat and like military service are yeah. usually pretty smart. So yeah, of course, and but then there's other things too, like because <clears throat> like so not an attack dog. I do think attack dogs. If they're using the military or police for, as a bite dog, then they right. have to be crazy smart. Um, but like, mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't, I like labs. I think labs are great. But I think um, there was a randomly we would see some like a lab that was like a a military dog. We had um, I don't think I ever saw a bloodhound. Um, I guess I maybe had heard rumors of some, but they were just bomb dogs. They were not right. bite dogs, so they could only like that was their thing. But it was just they had crazy, crazy good noses. Yeah. And that's what's like crazy about dogs is they all kind of have their little niche mm-hmm. that they're really good at. Like, you know, they use some labs, um, and bloodhounds and stuff like for like cadaver dogs that they oh, use yeah, to search yeah. rubble and like earthquakes and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously they use bloodhounds for tracking and, um, like it's crazy if you've ever watched any of like the history channel national geographic has a ton of stuff on like dogs and what they're bred to do and why like their whole body basically encompasses that one scent. So like a bloodhound the reason their ears drag the ground is that way it kicks up the scent and so nuts yeah and it's and it's we basically (laughs) bred them that way and if Mm -hmm. you like look back in time like when you know, cavemen, they all came from wolves, right? Is what they say. And basically there were some wolves that were hanging around some camps of some cavemen and we're like, Hey man, that meat smells really good. We're going to hang out here and domesticated a couple wolves and then their puppies. And they say it's brutal. Like the ones that bit and like were unruly, they just killed. Sure. And then they kept the ones that were tame. And from there we have just kind of, built on to what they were kind of naturally good at. So like a, like a herding dog, like an Australian cattle dog is actually a mix between a Highland Collie, which is no longer around and a dingo. Okay. Yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. And so like uh, my healers, if you open their mouths, the top of the mouth of their top of the roof of their mouth is black. And that's from the dingo. Hmm. And they wanted the dingo because it could go, it was a very hardy animal. It could travel, you know, hundreds of miles and they wanted something that had that endurance in it, but then also would herd like the Australia, the, uh, the Highland Collie. And so they bred the dingo with this, uh, this Highland Collie and out came the Australian cattle dog and they herd by healing. They bite the ankles of, of cattle that don't want to move and get them to move. And, um, they're extremely quick and it's so funny because Bree's mom and dad have a, uh, like a nine month old, uh, golden lab. Mm-hmm. 
she's like the biggest doofus. Like, I don't, I'm going to play with you. And <laughs> just slow and gangly and just doesn't know her own strength. And uh, Finn, my puppy, was playing with her. And she would like lay on her back so Finn could jump on her. And like she was just how she, how she was playing with him. And then when we brought him home and Zip got a hold of him, Zip plays totally different. Like Zip's like in and out, like real quick snaps at him and like gets him to chase him. And like he's like teaching him how to heal and like how to be a healer. It's kind of cool to watch. Yeah, yeah. So does, does Bruce play with her? Yeah, so I put actually put a little video <laughs> on um on our Instagram, Beyond Our Service Instagram called Beyond Our Service. And mm-hmm. you know, like our threes and two twos and threes of people looked at it and watched it and um, oh, all, yeah, that's incredible. I know, views, man. I know, we're getting big. Well then I get this we got this epic battle on my phone that he's just standing there and she's pulling as hard as she can. She's like ripping her head back and forth and changing her body angle and he literally does not move he's just sitting there he actually looks at me a couple times and just looks at her <laughs> and then he slowly starts to walk away from her and she just starts getting dragged and then let's go and right. he, like, his head's dog. not even moving he's just like all right well i guess this is fun <laughs> right oh, yeah whatever this this will do yeah but yeah man so they're 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 playing better now he still won't like he wants nothing to do with her other than to play. Like he does not want to cuddle. Chris, I don't, yeah. he's never been a huge snuggler anyway, but, um, Zip, Zip's coming around to that. You know, he'll, he'll, Finn wants to lay next to him. Right. And it, like very beginning, he's like, get away from me. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want you. And now they'll be on the sofa and they'll, they'll lay next to each other or whatever. But, you know, we keep him in the kennel at night, obviously. So he can't run around the house and tear shit up. Right. But, uh, you know, he's, he's getting around it now. Oakley, the old dog that we have that was Breeze, a pit lab mix. Yeah, mm-hmm. he wants absolutely zero to do with that puppy. Yeah. Like, he gets close to him and he just starts lifting his lip and like growling <laughs> at him and snarling and like just leave the old man alone. No kidding, and, like, dude. You can see Finn like come around to him and he'll just look at like me or Bree like, what have you done? Get this Why? shit away from me. <laughs> I am an old man. I don't want anything to do with this. Let Zip play with him. Get Zip on him. I don't want anything to do with this damn dog. Yesterday, he snapped at him. And I don't know if he hit him, like bit him or what. But like I was I was in the bedroom and I just hear, <laughs> and just Finn goes absolutely nuts. And I come running out and he's like trying to like dive underneath the sofa. And, and I guess Oakley <laughs> turned on him and just just nailed him. He's fine. I mean, 10 seconds later, he's like, let's play. Well, yeah, but, see, that's what, um, but like dogs have social cues, right? Like they, yep. And that's what I kind of had to explain to the kids. Like Renee obviously gets it, but like the kids, um, our dog Eve tried to eat out of bear's bowl while bear yeah, was that, eating. Um, no, that's a bad no, no. Right. Exactly. So like, but they don't know that because I have always purposely made the kids feed bear so they just kind of, you talked about the pack order and stuff. So mm-hmm. that's another, it's a way for people that um, have younger children. I mean, and you got to think ahead of these things. So especially with the German Shepherd or any large breed dog, like this dog's going to be way bigger than these kids really quickly, mm-hmm. right? So when he was young, I always had them feed him and then I would make them, I would hate, 
I would tell them to go. I'd be there to watch, but I'd tell them mm-hmm. to take the food away again, make him sit, do whatever, and just give it back to him, pet him. And he's mm-hmm. always this is a little kid, so like our little puppy. So <clears throat> I mean, you can stick your hands in the bowl while he eats. You can play yep. with his food. He's not going to do anything. So yep. because you're the alpha. Well, yeah, and and he's on the bottom, right? So like my kids mm-hmm. can do it. I can do it. And I've always made sure it's that way. And so, and Bear's just not super possessive. He's he's always done really good. And, but then of course, Eve w- like kind of walks over and I think Lily was like, oh, they're going to eat out of the same bowl. And I was like, <laughs> no, they're not. not. I was like, that's not good. And she's like, what? And then literally <laughs> right as I ha- right as I said that, um, she did get like two bites in and I, for half a second, I'm like, there's no way he's going to let this happen. And he finally just went Roosh, like that real big, real quick. And I think he just like hit her with his mouth, you know, like they just do it right. so fast. Like there's no blood, there's no nothing, but she's just like, oh, runs away. Like yeah. she's been shot. And then yeah. uh, she doesn't eat out of his bowl anymore. She, uh, she like later came back and he was eating again and she just kind of looked at him and was like, all right, well, I'm going to go back over here. That's yeah. not my food clearly. Yeah, no, that's, happened to Finn and Zip, you know, Zip was eating. Zip's always been kind of a slow eater. He's a dainty eater. Oh. He like takes a little bite, sets it off and then eats it and then gets another one. Oh my so God. he's slow. Noise and, uh, but, uh, you know, Finn at a pie, he's like, <laughs> he scarfs his bowl and he went over there and Zip nailed him, you know, nipped at him. And now Finn will finish his food, go over, sit down and watch him eat until he's done. And then he goes and inspects the bowl to make sure he got everything. But yeah, <laughs> It's crazy how fast they learn. All right, I don't touch his food until he's done, and then I can go over. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what you have to teach dogs. You know, and that's I watched as much as I hate to admit this, but that Caesar Milan. Oh yeah, 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 dude. Some of this stuff is like being the alpha is yeah. so key to these very intelligent dogs. Like with a healer, I was reading some stuff on them, and you have to be very. Uh, precise and consistent with how you discipline and what you discipline on. So let's say your dog gets into, you know, a sock and he's chewing on a sock and you, you know, scold him and no. And then the next time he gets a sock, you don't say anything and you let him chew on it or whatever. And you're not consistent. It confuses them. And they're like, well, Oh yeah. Well, wait a minute. You, last time you got me on this, but this time you're not. So it must be okay. And so you have to be very consistent with very intelligent breeds of dogs on how you discipline, when you discipline and what you discipline on. Cause they get it. They understand. And they're like, Oh, okay. I can't chew on socks. Got it. Yeah. Oh and no. So, they, they'll pick it up. And then the, the thing that's always, it, what makes it more, um, it's making it more interesting right now is the, is the kids. So there's mm-hmm. more people. So to be, I'm having to teach them. I'm like, I swear to God, this whole, we haven't even had the dog a week yet. And I think I'm giving, and when we're not working, I'm working on the dog with his name, her name. And yeah, we did a little bit of sit and uh, that's about it. But for the kids, I've had to train them all damn day, every day on like mm-hmm. when to say no or when to um, use her name and when to do this and when to do that. And like, no, you can't do that. You just said no. Like the, it's the same thing. You have to teach them the consistency. Right. So like me and Renee are on the same page, um, right. but then they have to be on the same page. Because yep. um, I'm going to break some news to people on this podcast here and uh, towards the end of my part of it. But uh, it's going to be big. It's going to be real big. 
So, um, so stay tuned. So stay don't, tuned. Don't, don't you dare turn away. Don't you change that dial. Yeah, or the button? Or the podcast. It's not a dial, or, right? No, it's a podcast, but that's it's what they used to say back in the day, right? Like, don't you touch don't that know. dial. <laughs> I'm not as old as you. No. I don't know. Um, <laughs> okay, so I did find a... I'm, I didn't look very hard, so... This is WebMD. Uh, okay. Fetch by WebMD. Okay. And it's theirs. And so it says, how smart is your dog? Blah, 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 blah. So it's this big, long article that there's no way I'm going to read. But it does uh, list the 10 smartest, but it does also say like um, most trainable. Kind of gotcha. defines what like intelligent is a little bit. Right. Um. And goes into that, and I'm not going to get into all that. But um, it has a top 10. On this top 10, it says Border Collie mm-hmm. is number one. Poodle, which I did, I have heard this, is number two. Hmm. Exceptionally smart and active, bred to retrieve things from the water. The miniature variety may have been used for truffle hunting. Ooh. That sounds like that could... There should new windows there that I'm not going to touch. And then we've got <laughs> uh, number three is German Shepherd, the world's leading police guard, military dog, and a loving family companion and herder. Um, oh. Number four, Golden Retriever. Five, Doberman Pinscher. Six, Shetland Sheepdog. The hmm. Sheltie. The Sheltie? Labrador Retrievers, number seven. Papillon? Hmm. What is that? Papillon, P-A-P-I-L-L-O-N, Papillon. Papillon, Papillon. It's those little itty bitty lap dogs. Alert breed that isn't shy or aggressive, known as dwarf spaniels, is the 16th and 17th centuries. They reached eight to 11 inches high. Okay. Mm-hmm. Rottweiler, number nine. Damn, huh. I did not know they were that intelligent. Hmm. They Maybe. are uh, herders. I did know they were working class uh, dogs. I just didn't know, but apparently they're. I didn't know they were herders either. Therapy dog, obedience competitor, and devoted companion. Suitable hmm. as a police dog. Dude, that would be scary as shit. Yes, it would. A freaking like 175-pound Rottweiler running after you. Oh, my <laughs> God. I would immediately. <laughs> just give up. I would buy drugs to put them on me just to be like, I, I, yeah, sure, I'm a drug dealer. Just don't let the dog out. Right. Keep the dog away. Uh, and then number 10, Australian cattle dog. Happiest doing a, a job like herding, obedience, and or agility, energetic and intelligent. Yep. Now the fun part: the ten dumbest dogs. Oh, here we go. Let's go. So, what is your my my guess on these? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to know your Let's guess. See. Dumbest dogs: Basset Hound. Okay, got to be in there. Okay. Uh, let me think. Give me your top three. Give me your top three. Uh, Basset Hound's number one for me. I think they're okay. just dirt dogs. Uh, probably Chihuahua. I don't know if they're dumb. I just don't like them. And okay. this is hard. Um, see, I would have said Retriever, but I guess they retrieve. They obviously can be trained, all that good stuff. Well, there's um, different kinds of Retrievers too. Right. Because like, mm. I don't think Goldens are that What, what about like a, a St. Bernard? There we go. Okay. Those are my top three. All right. You definitely got one of them. Some of these I've never heard of. Um, 
At number, let's go backwards because that's more fun. The Afghan hound is the least obedient. Okay. The <laughs> come here. Nope. <laughs> nah, I'm not doing it. Uh, a Basenji. But oh, the Basenji. I guess that's what a barkless dog. It's a barkless I've dog. Heard that before. Yeah, they don't bark or they don't have a voice box or something. So that's weird. <laughs> um. Then there's the bulldog. Not a surprise. Really? So fucking lazy. They That's just true. Don't even try to use their brain. And then <laughs> a number seven is a chow chow. Really? See, I, I've known those are like super aggressive dogs. They I didn't think they were dumb. Crazy aggressive. Um, a bur, bur, Number six is Borzoi. Yep, no idea. B-O-R-Z-O-I. No idea what that is. Now I'm going to have to look it up. Um, number five, Bloodhound. Really? Yeah. Guess huh. I'm just good at smelling, and that's literally it. <laughs> that's, that is it. I, I I smell things. Number four, we got pecking knees. Pecking uh, pekingese. Why is there a G in there? Yeah, pekingese. I've heard of pekingese before, but pecking knees, I've never heard of. <laughs> they're like they're like healers, but they just go after your knees. Yeah, they peck at your knees. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, then we get number three. You. you were close with the, so it's a Mastiff and uh, Beagle is tied at number three. Really? Yeah. You hmm. guys have had Beagles, right? Yes, No, y'all had Jack Russells. No, beagles? we had Beagles. Oh, okay. We had Beagles. We had Poncho and Dixie. And ah, they that's right, were, that's right. And they had some noses on them. Do you know they use Beagles in airports to find uh, food? That people are bringing in illegally? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, number so, two is the Basset Hound. Yes, I knew they were yeah, dumber than boxer dogs. God Almighty, we had one. Ah, she was the worst. Sammy, God, I hated that bitch. <laughs> and then number one, most least obedient dog. They just stupid and hard to train is the Shih Tzu. Makes sense. Yep. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, so it does go on. At, I think at the very end of this article, it does talk about how the guy, one of the guys that wrote this, um, he's a trainer. And he said, the number of intelligent dogs I have met has been on the increase over the years because the better trainer I become, the smarter I see they are. And so right. I do think that it's unbelievable because like my parents are terrible at training dogs. They just don't get it. They don't really care yep. or try. Um, and mm -hmm. they're always like, "How? why are your dogs just so good? I'm like, well, it's because I'm not an idiot when it comes to training them. Like, I'm, right. I, I watched a lot of YouTube to figure yeah. some of this stuff out. I did well, get, I've had, I've read books. I've done stuff. I'm not saying I'm, I'm good, but like, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't accept people's money because. Right, exactly. That would be a terrible deal for that, that person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What'd you train my dog to do? Uh, sit. I got it to sit. Give me a thousand dollars. I can teach a dog to sit, stay, come. I'm okay at healing. Uh, I make him heal. Not great. And then um, place, like go to your place. Right. Like I know how to train it. Then the then the deal is, do you stay up with it so they actually do the things? Right. Because like yeah, some yeah, of I mean, them, they're always repetition. Exactly. Like, but you got to keep doing it. You can't just like yeah, you don't give like, up bear, on it once you got it. Just keep them there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like my, you know, Brie, and also it's, it's, it's your body language. 
and 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 how you feel if you're confident around dogs they they like i promise you they sense that oh absolutely like brie had a very traumatic experience when she was a a little girl where uh, a family dog attacked another family dog and killed it and like to the point where like they were hitting it over the head with like like two by fours to try to let this like let the dog go and like super traumatic and so anytime another dog gets near our dogs she freaks like her blood pressure shoots up it's got it right mm-hmm. and the dogs sense that and they're like i gotta protect mom and like but like when they're with me and she's not around you know as long as you're calm they sense that and they're calm too you mm-hmm. know and so like when zip is out with her she's always on the defensive like he's always because they're healers will protect that's that's their thing that's that's my person i'm going to protect them that's why a lot of people hate healers is they've always had bad experiences because it's not their healer right and so they're protecting mom they're protecting you know the kids the house whatever they're they're protectors and you know brie was scared shitless of healers when i got zip and now she loves them because Mm -hmm. she understands them but when we go out still, she, you know, she sees another dog and she automatically like freezes and like her, I'm sure her blood pressure goes up or whatever. And then Zip senses that. So he's like, I got, you know, starts barking and whatever. When he goes with me and it's just me, he's totally fine. Doesn't bark. He's great with other dogs. Like it's just, he senses that person, mm-hmm. you know, and all dogs do that. that they'll sense what you're feeling and they react to that. Dude, it's so incredible what they what they sense because I mean, you can train like they have dogs that are trained for, uh, epilepsy. Yeah. So I've like, seen that. They know when, before you're about to have a seizure, they know it and they will go and like do whatever they have to do to like warn you. I don't know what all they train them to do, but I think it's like warn them and then they'll get on top of you if you, so that you don't like hurt yourself. Like mm-hmm. that's insane. Like how the hell, like I'm proud of myself because I can teach the dog how to like heal. Right. And some human was like, I think I can teach that dog uh, <laughs> when right? uh, my wife's going to have a seizure. One of the coolest things I've seen was on Matt Geo was uh, guys coming back from war that had terrible PTSD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And these service dogs, like one of the guys was like, I was going to kill myself. And basically this service dog gave him a sense of purpose again that he has to take care of his dog and like all this stuff. And the dog, like he fidgets with his fingers when he's Mm -hmm. getting nervous and about to have a flashback or something. And the dog will come in and see that. And he puts his nose in his hands so that he pets the dog and doesn't have a flashback. And like, it's incredible. Like, like I was uh, watching another thing they were talking about, it's always kind of fascinated me, the the relationship between humans and dogs. Right. And they're saying that, you know, ever since cavemen, when we started adopting dogs and we, we use them to hunt and we realized what we could use them for and they realized what they could use us for. And right. it's, we have almost evolved to always have a dog with us. And they say that our sense of smell and our sense of hearing has decreased because we had dogs and Mm. their sense of like hunting and stuff like that has decreased because they always had us. And so it's a codependent relationship where we almost need dogs and they almost, they, they definitely need us right to survive. Yeah. You know, as, as humans, we're, we're very intelligent. We can survive without a dog, but they, they enhance your life. They, they, we, we found out a long time ago 
man, if I keep this animal with me at all times, they protect me. Uh, they help me. Um, you know, they, they can help my livestock. They can help me do less work, like all this stuff. And they find that like people who have dogs are happier. Um, we're not as sick like people have dogs because basically they bring in that. Dogs are dirty. We, yeah, yeah, pretty much. But yeah, like we're less sick. Um, we're happier. Our blood pressure is lower. Like they have an incredible in like impact on our, our life in general. And I, I love dogs. I'll always have a dog and I think they're awesome. I think kids should have dogs. It teaches you responsibility. You know, you know, you got to feed them, you got to you know, train them. And, you know, I think it's a direct reflection on you as a person. If you can train a dog, like you're, you're a pretty good person because it takes patience. You have to, like, you can't just oh. beat, oh, like, I take that back. There are people yeah. who beat the living hell out of dogs, but. Well, and you know, I was, I was one, um, cause I didn't have as much, I don't have a lot of patience now, but I definitely didn't when I was younger. And, and my dog, Bruce, my German Shepherd, he's the first dog I ever owned myself. And right. I made a lot of mistakes with that dog, unfortunately for him. Um, and I learned a lot later and bear my German shepherd I have now is probably the best behaved and just best overall dog we've, I've ever had. And it's because I wasn't a freaking moron like I was with Bruce. Cause I was an idiot. And I just, I, I mean, there's been times, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I don't, I'm not a subscriber of the, you can only, um, you like with intelligent dogs, you cannot, you have to have discipline. There has to be carrot yes. and there has to be a stick. And, mm-hmm. um, my story, I have a, I can say a quick story example with Bruce. I was going to try this cause I grew up, my dad just, I mean, it was just all stick. Like if they didn't do anything, yeah. they did something bad. He was just, he would just beat him. And they now granted they did listen to him, but they hated him. Like, Yes. They didn't hate him, but they there was respect, but no love. Like they exactly they couldn't relax around my dad. They couldn't. They wanted nothing to do with him. But my God, if he was like, if he told one of the dogs to come here or stop or nowhere, I mean, they did it immediately. So I guess it has some. It's good, but I always I grew up and I'm like, man, I don't want to be like that, and I don't want to be like that with my one dog. I want him to be able to be comfortable with me. Well, I ruined that uh, later because I'm an idiot. But my. When Bruce was a little puppy, or pretty, he was probably like three months old. So he's pretty big, and he's he gets on the couch, and I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. I don't want him on the couch. So I like ignore the bad behavior, and then he gets off the couch, and I go crazy and praise him and like try to give him good, you know, re- reward the good behavior. And I didn't. There's no so no like disciplinary action, right? Right. So like, it doesn't take maybe two times while watching a 30 minute show, the light bulb goes off in this damn dog's head and I could see it Yep. because he's like, wait a second. All I have to do is jump on this, get on this couch and then get back <laughs> off and I get a treat. Mm-hmm. He's So he's like, oh, and he gets super excited. He's like, oh, figured it out. Figured the puzzle out. I got it. That <laughs> right. bastard jumps on with the most enthusiasm I've ever seen in, in him so far in his short life. He jumps on that damn couch and he is eyeballed lock on me. And he's like wagging his tail like something like he's about to just explode. And then he just, just leaps off, off the couch, sits there, waits on me. And he's like, yes. And then I give him a treat and I whirl. I'm like, God dang it. This isn't going to work. So no. I waited. He got on the couch. I smacked, I popped him right in the face and I was like, no, get off the couch. 
And he was just mm-hmm. like, damn it. What? Game's over. <laughs> and so he just, right? but then he never got on the, he, like, he stopped getting on the couch. Like he was, just, he was fine. I mean, to the mm-hmm. point where the one time I walked in to the house, I walked into the apartment and he was sitting on the couch and without me saying a word and he never broke eye contact. He just slowly looked, he looked at me, slowly did a sidestep <laughs> off the couch and then lay down on the floor. I was like, that's right. You know, you're not supposed to be on here. You're busted. Yeah. He's like, Oh shit. I'm just going to slide off here. Um, but no, it's incredible. What always kind of, what kind of cra- crazy about zip is he, he knows he screwed up and he knows he did something bad, mm-hmm. but he still does it. Like when we leave the house, if you leave food out on the counter that he can reach, he'll grab it off. Right. And then you get home and he's all like, as soon as you get home, you know, something's up. Cause you <laughs> are like, oh, I'm so sorry. And you're like, well, why'd you do it then? Like, you know, it's bad. Right. Why would you do it? Like, but I haven't figured that out about zip yet, but yeah, he still does it. And like, it's just like, Oh no. It's almost like Oakley, the, the older dog talked him into it. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, go grab the food. I swear they won't know this time. You know, it okay. tastes so good. Yeah. And then he got there and come home. Oh, I'm so sorry. And then Oakley's like, what? I didn't do anything. <laughs> Dude, I don't. So I'm going to, um, first off, I like my, the puppy. Okay. Here's the big reveal that I promised to the, like 10 minutes ago. Oh yeah. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready, man. I'm, I'm, I'm on pens and needles right now. Having a puppy. And to a point, a dog. Uh, it's like having a kid. It what? I know. Drop the bombshell on people. I know. It's like having a. It's like having a toddler. It is. It, yeah. Uh huh. You constantly, constantly looking where they're at. What are they doing? Did he go poop behind the sofa? Yep. Like, what is he chewing on now? He Don't put, put your mouth. tongue there. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Stop eating rocks. Right. No, don't you can't put the penny in your mouth. No, don't swallow. Don't swallow. Swallow. Oh, great. Well, now I'm gonna have to look in his poop. Yep. You gotta wipe yeah. his butt every once in a while. You gotta. You gotta give him both squeaky toys. And, <laughs> yes, you do. And, and dude, it's unbelievable. And I remember, you know, okay, so you're gonna. Cr- you, oh well, you don't put dogs in a crate. You don't put babies in a crate. Yes, you yeah, do. Yeah, but you put you, them in you a crate. Put them in a playpen. Yeah, and then you put them in a playpen. So, what was that again? Right? Um, it's, dude, it's I used to get so much shit when I would say this. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's like having a, it's like having a dog. Like it was before we had Lily, my, my daughter, let's preface that. Right. So before we had my daughter, I'm like, I'm not super nervous. Cause I was, I mean, I was nervous, but I was like, ah, eh, you know, I mean, it's like, I've taken care of dogs. Like I've raised dogs. Like I'm at least, I feel like I'm a little prepared. Not saying right. like I know that like once the human baby starts once the human starts to speak, <laughs> all bets are off. Like it's okay. Now, right. now the similarities just went out the window. But like toddler mm-hmm. is a lot more there's a lot more similarities. And people used to give me crap. And then I swear to you, I was in a small group, it was a it was a Bible study group in Georgia. We were the out of the, all the couples, we were the first one to have a kid. And I remember telling them that and they all laughed at me like I was an idiot. <laughs> and just super insensitive. And right. all of them had dogs. And so, like, one by one, as they started having children, <laughs> I slowly got pulled aside by each one of them independently and was like, right. hey, 
Remember that thing you said about the dogs? It's a lot yeah. like having a dog. And I'm like, I know, That's dumbass. so weird. I told you. There's a it's crate. It's almost like I foresaw this happening. Dude, Renee brought a squeaky toy, toy for Lily. And I was like, what is this? And she's like, <laughs> it's a giraffe for her when she's teething. And I was like, so it's a squeaky toy. She's like, no, it's for it's her teething. teething instrument. And it's good for her teeth. I was like, so she gnaws on it and it squeaks. It's a squeaky toy. It's, you know what we should do is open a pet slash baby store where we, it's all in one. It's all inclusive. Like you can buy it for your dog or Mm -hmm. for your toddler. Like, yeah, either one, two for one. They're both going to be random animals. The same one or, or let them use the same one and they'll build your baby's immune system. Yeah, exactly. Win, win. Exactly. Get stronger jaws too. Maybe teach your toddler how to like do some pull, some tug of war with your dog. Yeah. Just hook them up together. There you go. Have at it. Yeah, they'll both be so worn out. Man, (laughs) genius. They would sleep for days. Man, you're so ready for this (laughs) for your third. I mean, I know it's your third kid, but you're ready. Oh, I'm I'm set, dude. I've been training my whole life for this, and just got another puppy to kind of I know. So reintroduce the training, here, dude. You're gonna be set. You'll you'll know how to get her to sit, stay, heal, yeah, exactly. all those things. Heal behind me. You say behind me. You hear me? What is you know? Pop her in the nose when she does something bad. You know? No, no. Yeah, no. You don't right. bite mama's nipple. It's <laughs> not what you do. That Nailed feeds it. you. I'm telling you, don't do it. Don't bite the don't bite the nipple that feeds you. No, no, you shouldn't. I think we should go ahead. We, sorry, we should offer classes in in our store. Hundred <laughs> percent to train train your puppy and baby. Bring them both. We're set. We'll, joint, we'll train them both. Joint you can bring discipline. a baby. You can bring a puppy, and we'll teach them the same things: sit, stay, come, place. You know, down, down, you know, yeah. Rub their nose in it when they when they potty. Yeah. The Teach them how to shut up. Outside, you go outside. You hear me? <laughs> Have a kid crapping in your yard. For example, while we we're doing this show, uh, Renee just walked over and Eve the the puppy just found a beer cap, beer bottle cap, and was trying to. Let eat me guess. It. She put it in her mouth. Oh yeah, she tried to eat it, and yeah. she ran over and pulled it out of her mouth. There you go. I'm telling you, I think I think you've hit the nail right on the head. This is this is a golden opportunity. We can become billionaires. Shut your shut your uh, insurance uh, place down, and we'll just build one of these. And you know, yeah. Oh puppy. no, I'm, I'm quitting tomorrow. I'm putting it. I in, would put my notice in. I mean, There's I know no I just got my job, but I'm I'm. I wouldn't show up. My notice. You don't need to show yeah. up. No, we, we're gonna be billionaires. Tr- I, yeah, if not trillion. So yeah, it's a done deal. I mean, watch out, Bezos. Here we come. So cool, man. Well, I mean, we got everything down now. I mean, I don't know what else to talk about. We'll just, uh, next podcast will be our, uh, our farewell, farewell to podcast. Cause we yep. don't need this anymore. Nah, we'll be billionaires. We're, right. I, 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 well, we'll probably keep it up. I'll just pay someone to do it. Oh, yeah, we could probably get Rogan to do it. Yeah. Well, we could, if we had billions of <laughs> dollars, we probably could pay him enough to do it. <laughs> It'll be no longer the Joe Rogan podcast. It will be beyond, beyond our, our service. service with Joe Rogan. 
Exactly. I mean, we'll, we'll, we got to throw his name in just to give him some, you know, a little bit of props. But, of course, of course. You know, make him feel special. Okay, this has gone on long enough. Uh, <laughs> I, we have, we've beat the horse. Um, yes, we have. Let me... Well, buddy, uh, that's our time. I am... Um, good luck with your puppy. What's your dog's name? Again, Finn. Finn. That's right. So good luck with Finn, and um, keep being a good dog owner for your... You know what I hate? Do you call your... Uh, do you call your pets fur babies? No. I hate that. No, we call, call them. I, I call them my, my boys. Because we have f- all boys. Well, sure. Okay, that's fine. But don't call them your children. Like, these are my fur. Yeah, no, that's, that's creepy. My fur children. Like, that's well, how we I know. just reference. I mean, we spent the last 10 minutes <laughs> referencing <laughs> how much they are just like toddlers. So I, I mean, know, but they're not actual humans. You should not treat them true. like humans. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I no. <clears throat> That's where I draw the line. Like my, my kids are still more important than my damn dogs. I I love the dogs, but right. I would lovingly murder both of them if it became <laughs> you know if it was life or death between my kids. I had to make a choice. There's not a right. lot of decision making there. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, puppies. Pulling the trigger. Love you to death, but now I have to kill you. Exactly. So cool, man. Right, man. Well, hey. We'll see you next time, bud. Yeah, man. Have a good week, and uh, we'll talk to you later. All right. Sounds good, man. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. All right. End it. Drop it. Send it. This has been the Beyond Our Service podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, review, tell your friends all about us. This show can be found everywhere major podcasts are available. And if you'd like to reach out, please head over to beyondourservice.com and let us know what you think or find out how you can be a part of the show. See you next time.